Welcome, everyone, to the Total Soccer Show. My name is Taylor Rockwell. Today, I'm joined by a gentleman who's a CONCACAF Nations League champion. He is a Gold Cup champion. He's a double champion. It's Sebastian Legette. Sebastian, thank you for being here. Congrats on the double. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, it's great to be here. Um, obviously, coming off a, a, a huge win. Um, it's been a crazy summer so far. I imagine, man. <laughs> and are you already back in training with the Galaxy? Yeah, I trained today, actually, and tomorrow we have a game. So, so I'm the grind guess- does not stop. Uh, was, tomorrow we have a game, yeah, against Salt Lake City. So, are you expecting oh, like? Are you jumping right back in? Uh, I think. Well, I think we. I mean, we we discussed about it obviously because the minutes that were played right. yeah. and then the uh, the games, the back to back games, is such short noted or, or such a short turnaround. Um, probably, probably not. Uh, yeah, probably not likely to start. So, which is totally, uh, yeah, totally fine because of the body. The body needs to. You know, yeah. have its time to recover. And you've, as you said, you've been busy. Uh, you played against Mexico in the Nations League final. Uh, you won that one. You started against them in the Gold Cup. You won that one. Uh, you're clearly no, the common thread. Uh, what was, uh, what was like, which one do you think will end up being more memorable to you? I think they're both pretty memorable for different reasons, but which one do you think will stand out longer? I think that's a, I think that's a good way to put it. They're both memorable for, for different reasons and in their own right. Um, I, it's it, it it's difficult to choose which one. I guess it's I guess it's how I don't know how the fans see it, but I I just feel like clearly we had a much not that a younger team, but I would say inexperienced and younger team in the Gold Cup, and and to 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 do that, um, you know, playing the young probably the youngest lineup ever to play in knockout rounds and a final, you're just like. That's pretty impressive, but then you know you got the Nations League and just how that game panned out, and you know the penalties and the back and forth. Um, and I think it was like the first like big wake up call for Mexico. So there's just like there's so many reasons for both. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So it's really hard to choose, but um, they're both equally special for me, man. I mean, playing playing a part in both of them, and and you know just yeah. Two two special special nights. It's really hard, really hard. Yeah, I mean, I I can imagine, and I can imagine it would also be difficult for you coming into. I'm going to assume like a a very different vibe from one camp to the next. Was your role sort of different with the Nations League team versus the Gold Cup team? I think I think both, um, as far as an age uh, perspective, like from that like aspect of things I'm probably, I mean, I'm 28 still, you know, young and they're prime and stuff like that, but um, still older than a lot of guys, you know, and then just shows how young we are on both sides. So I think, I think it didn't change. There was much difference between in that aspect of things between both groups, but there was, I mean, obviously I was captain for many of the games in, in the gold cup, which was awesome. And it was just a new leadership, uh, a new type of leadership role that, that I think Greg wanted to, to really, you know, just kind of introduced me to that type of role, which was awesome. And it's such a great experience, you know, and it's a, it does, it does teach you a lot of things about yourself, about, you know, how to come outside of yourself, uh, be a little bit more external as opposed to internal, you know, you've got to not only worry about yourself, but you got to worry about everybody else's role and, but not be overwhelmed by that and let it, and let that take take away from your game you know what i mean so yeah it taught me a lot it taught me a lot and, and hopefully moving forward i can you know maybe, maybe get in that role a bit more and even in my club team so we'll see so when when you put on the armband are you then are you like talking a little bit more pre-game you just going around like checking on guys as they're putting on their socks like yeah, what's your approach no, to for it sure. yeah there's, there's always there's always a moment where 
I think uh, that uh, Greg wants you to speak to the group and just do a little bit of a before we go out. And so, you know, depending on the game, it's always a different type of message. Um, and all the, I mean, I would do it anyways, maybe in little spurts, maybe individually, but as a group, you know, it's something maybe a little bit different for me because I am more of a, you know, I'm worried about like my game and, and then, you know, lead by example and not so like vocal and screaming. So I do come out, it forces me to come out of myself a little bit, but I do enjoy that part because it, it, it makes me, makes me feel more like I'm doing more for the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if it's a different sort of message for a different opponent, how different was the sort of approach uh, before the game between the Qatar game and that Mexico final? Because I'm going to guess it's, it's yeah. a little bit feistier in the final. I think it's, you know, when you're in a semifinal and, you know, you're playing a team that you don't know too much about but that are a good team, you're just like, all right, we're almost there. We're almost up the mountain. Um, but we need to get – we don't want – we're like we need to focus on our goals. So our goal was to win the gold cup hundred percent. How do we get there? We have to go through a semifinal. So whoever's in the way of that is, you know, we have to take care of. And that was sort of the message on semifinal. And then in the final, it's like, we're 90 minutes away, boys. Like we're 90 minutes away. Like that's, we're an hour and a half away from, from lifting a trophy, you know, and you look around the room and, 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 and this is the group. And this is the group that you're going to go to war with. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go to war with anybody else. You know, like that's that's the type of, you know, and we knew what it was going to be. Whenever you play Mexico, it's going to be like, it's not, it, it's not never going to be pretty, but it's like, <laughs> who, who, who wants it more, you know? How much, like, are they the team that you enjoy beating the most? Like, like they're the teams that you, like, you have the rivalry with, you kind of scrap with, and yeah. then there's that team that you're just like, I want to beat that team so bad. I want to beat them so oh, bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just so many components to it. There's the fans, you know, there's the man-to-man, uh, -man. Mm -hmm. you know, they have good players, experienced players, uh, as far as just, like, you wanting to compete with the best. I think, you know, they have a lot of good players and, and, and a good manager, um experienced and so like just from that aspect too you're just like man this is if we you know if we win this it just puts us at a different at a different level you know and so i think that was definitely a motive for for everybody that that played in that game i expected to have more questions about mexico instead i have more que questions about you wearing the captain's armband because oh, like because <laughs> it, 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 it hadn't occurred to me that like it does have to change your mentality and i'm wondering like is there a person that you think of when you think like u.s national team captain either growing up or in your like in your early appearances with the national team that sort of modeled that behavior that you look to yeah no i mean i i've always i mean not, not only because i've gone along with uh, gone along with him personally and got a chance to play with him uh but, but i mean michael bradley was always a really good example as far as just uh i feel like he's someone that you would say is born for the role because just his it's just his way of being, his personality, his just how he carries himself. And, you know, and I, but I also think you can learn how to be uh, like that. You know, you, maybe you're not born with those natural qualities of, of what people consider leadership uh, like traits, but you can learn them and it can be a skill. And I feel like that's something that in, in my position, I, I need to learn and I'm, I'll continue to learn and, I feel like I could get there, you know? I like it. I like it. And you will obviously yeah. have uh, many opportunities to continue to learn. Uh, but you've been I'm, with this team. I mean, it's been a, a wild couple years for the national team and for you. You were, uh, I believe, in 
the first uh, camp with Greg Berhalter, you play in that game. Like, how different is a national team camp from that first one until now? Because I'm going to assume that he comes in and it's just a different vibe. Like, he's getting used to it. It's his first days on the job versus now. He's been there a while. Yeah, no, we've definitely come a long way. Um, I feel like he has as well. I, I feel like he was already a good manager, no doubt about it. But I think at the international level, it, it is it is different. And I think he embraces challenges. He's all about challenges and goals, very goal-oriented. And, you know, he I, I think he's 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 been to finals, you know, at, at, at club level. And, you know, maybe not not didn't manage to to get the ultimate MLS Cup in, in when he was at the Columbus crew. But I think he with the national team, he learned how to win. You know what I mean? Like what it takes to win. And, and those, you know, and that, and he takes pride in wanting to play good football, you know, and, and, and that's tough to do. And sometimes the game doesn't, doesn't, it just doesn't require that or or ask of that. Like you, you just need to win, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it's more of a a mentality than, than, you know, than, than looking pretty and, and playing football and dominating in that sense, you know, it's, and that's how we won. Like, that's how we won both both of these games. You know, it's just like sheer mentality and desire. And I think that's that's like something I think we've all learned. But I think maybe him as a coach, I'm, I'm sure he picked up on. So is there an element of like, this should go really well on an audio podcast. Uh, but like, is there like he comes in with maybe this much uh, like uh, idealism and this much pragmatism. And maybe you just need a little more pragmatism, a little less idealism to win those. Oh, right. Yeah. No, those concave games. With, yeah. With an idea of like, you know, this is how I want to play. And like, I don't care how how the game's going. Yeah. What like this is this is what we're doing. And we're sticking to it. Live, live and die by the sword, you know. And and I think. 100 percent we we still try and do that we still have principles we still have anchors we still have things we go to when when things get rough and and we stick to them no matter what but i think there's now like that just that competitiveness that to because the margins are not they're not so big anymore like it's just what's going to take you over that line and it's it's that mentality man and it's it's that just sheer will to be better than the other team you know, and sometimes it's it's not pretty and it's just getting the ball in the back of the net somehow, you know. So it's I mean, that's I don't want to like speak for him, but like I, I feel like being there from the beginning and seeing it now, I feel like that's that's played a big part in the success. And do you feel like you're like uh Position, not role, because we talked about your role, uh, you know, leadership, yeah. wearing that armband, uh, motivating, talking to people. <laughs> but like in terms of on the field, uh, like the instructions you're getting from game to game, do you feel like that role has changed or has it always been sort of like a starting point and then you're slowly building on it? Or have there been sort of course corrections along the way, do you think? I think it's always been. Um, it's hard, uh, especially the way I feel like people see me. I don't know what it is, but like. I, I never, I, I could never just stay in one little box in one role. My role always, or not role, but like my position and, and things like that. Like it just keeps changing and I keep pivoting and I keep being asked of different things. And, you know, I always try to think of it as, well, if I'm asked of it, it's because I, they know I can do it or, and I know I can do it. And, you know, so, so it does, it, it hasn't stayed the same at all. You know, like there, there's maybe positionally, like literally my position has stayed the same, but as far as the, you know, all of, like, it just consists of so much more, especially like throughout from the beginning to now, 
it's like yeah you're just like damn but it's also like a learning curve like mm -hmm. okay i know more now like my iq has gone up with the experience and so now i just know how to play it better you know what i mean i do so and does that then extend to like the regularness of selection that if you're in camp more often if you're in the lineup more often you sort of when you go to your next camp you're gonna be like okay i knew that i knew that i knew that and you can kind yeah. of shortcut Huh. Yeah, I, I think I think he uh, I think all the coaching staff really wants to get to that point where guys, you know, come into camp and, and it's, it, you know, it's never going to be like a club where you have every day. and It's the same information, same, same, you know, um, same type of trainings and you can just keep fine tuning everything. It's like you have little windows and you want to get guys up to speed as quick as possible, you know, and so. For me personally, yeah, I have been fortunate enough to when I go into camp now, it's like we don't even have to have a whole big discussion. It's like we go straight to it, you know, from from when I touch down to like, you know, to when we how we how we do dinners and then how what time we go to bed, how we do treatment to then training the next morning. And, you know, he explains training and I already know the exercises and I kind of know what we're trying to achieve from them. So it just yeah. So it does it does help being being in several camps. And then with the instruction you're getting during that training camp and then obviously like uh, before the game at halftime, how much for because most people have never played the game at your level. How much stuff are you trying to hold in your head while also just sort of be in the moment and play by instinct? How many specific instructions of be here, be there, move here, yeah, check there? How yeah. much do you have to hold in there? I mean, I think I mentioned it earlier, but just like you have these principles and you have these like anchors that you go to. Um, maybe when the the picture changes, you know, and and you 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 find yourself in a in a place where you're like, you know, because mm -hmm. the game isn't black and white, and stuff is happening and changing all the time, and you can find yourself in different positions at times, and it's 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 much more flexible. We're not so you know we're not robots, so it just I feel like um, yeah, I feel like it's not. I have to be. I am a player of instinct. I feel like I am, especially how I started off. Like I'm, I, I want to create, I don't want to be in this box, but now I've, I've sort of figured out a way to positionally know what I have to do and, and also like be free as well. It's like yeah. this really like blur the lines sort of thing. And, you know, but, but it comes with experience. I feel like there's it's, and it's a modern day football thing, right? I feel like back in the day, it was like, everybody just go out there and do what you're good at and, talent will take over yeah and now it's like you have to be organized you have to yeah, tactically right? know where, where you have to be defensively you know you can't just like chill and <laughs> you know like you got yeah man like the game has changed so much so i was i was actually gonna ask you there's like one specific moment when you uh in the gold cup when you had to like really hustle back i think it was like a 20 yard sprint back to make like a sliding challenge you won the tackle but i did wonder yeah. in that moment because i was like more of an attacker and i remember being like oh, i gotta go play defense like do, are you just yeah, on it immediately yeah, or are you like oh, i gotta yeah. put in that tackle I mean, and growing up that was me too and it's yeah. not that i didn't want to do it it's just like yeah i just you could get away with it i think you you just know and i think at this level you're it's it first of all it's asked of you yeah you know um i guess unless you're Lionel messi you know then maybe you don't have to defend as much but even then you have you have seen players like that having to do the dirty work and it just it just shows you like if you want to win and that's what it comes down to yeah. like if you want to win you got to really get your hands dirty man i mean it's it's just the, the the desire you have to want it so bad and and sometimes i mean the amount of times in the mexico game like 
I, I had to do like a, you know, 50 yard, you know, we were in the art, in their box and then they clear it out or they play out and I have to sprint back. And, you know, you do that 10, 10 times and, you know, you're gassed, but it's like, I, this is the sacrifice I have to make for them not to score. <laughs> yep. And you did it, and they didn't. So well done. And they did it, and that's, <laughs> and that's what I think really won us the cup. Yeah, like we didn't concede any goals besides the penalty against Martinique. That's crazy. You know, like like that. That just, I feel. I really feel like that just shows you where our mentality was. You know, was it strange? I got two more questions. I don't want to take up too much more of no, your no, evening. No, no, it's okay. But uh, but was it like when I'm assuming you guys have seen the the coverage, uh, like especially right after the game? Was it was it strange to you, or was it nice to you to see people like Alexi Lalas being pretty emotional? I think Moe do pretty emotional. I was pretty emotional. I know a lot of people were. Like, did, did you? Yeah. Was it cool to see the kind of impact that had? Yeah, I mean. It is, man. I mean, it's awesome to sort of give people hope, and 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 it's really inspiring for us as players, for I'm sure the coaching staff, for everybody involved with the federation, and just seeing where we were, and not you know not like resting with that. Like we've like okay, that's where we that's where we were. We didn't qualify for a World Cup. Clearly, we can't make the same mistake twice. So how do we get there? And I feel like we've really just slowly built um you know a brand new uh, identity and brand new we just rebranded completely and and started from the ground up and then you know to see how people have reacted um it's yeah it's i mean i it's really inspiring it's 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 tumbling it's it's awesome like uh you know and of course people in the media love to talk bad stuff uh-huh. man so it's it's nice to see some some positivity every now and then yeah i mean I, it seemed it seemed it was cool to see at the start of the tournament there were sort of i think diminished expectations because you do have a lot of young players coming through as you said sure. and then to see them kind of build and to see people get more and more into the team to the point where yeah i had people who i think maybe have been a little bit more switched off or just not been as focused on the national team since the failure to qualify and now I like I was getting messages right. from people that are like back into it a little bit more. And so it was yeah. it was definitely nice to see since you brought uh, you brought up the fair to qualify. I feel like you're going to say no, of course not. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, you were not uh, in the the match day roster for Cuba, right? You're not there in Cuba. No, no. Uh, for or Trinidad. For, yeah, for the fair to qualify. Uh, I was injured in the previous window. So I had my big injury against Honduras. Yeah. And so that's what took me out. Uh, so I mi- yeah, and then I missed the Panama, and I think the following one was yeah. this. Yeah, the, yeah, the fo- like we thought we were going to qualify. Of course, and and you this know. is this is the part that I feel like you're going to be like, no, of course not. But like, is there a small part of you that was like, I wasn't there for it. Like it was not, I, I wasn't in that squad. Like you can be honest, you can be honest. <laughs> no, no, uh, um, no, I, 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 I honestly didn't even think about it like that. I, I it was, it was more. It was more like, you know, just like anybody else, disbelief. You know, uh, I think from my perspective, knowing the group, knowing the coach at the time, I was just sad. For, I was just sad. Yeah. You know, I was just like, this can't be happening. And, you know, no, because I wanted them to qualify, man, because it was, I, you know, I could possibly recover in time for a World Cup, you know, like, so that was kind of where I was coming from. Um you know, and and like Pari Ariola was there, and he played like he played in the in the final. Game. You know, like there's guys, there's there's guys that were involved then that are still involved now. So it's not like oh, whoever was involved in that game is yeah. never gonna 
You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. They, and and that's a good thing. I I I don't like I don't like when people you know hold hold those types of grudges, and I hope fans don't, but I know they do. And uh, <laughs> you know, it is <laughs> that, was, what it that is. was well said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they don't. But they do. Um, so, yeah. but now here we are. Like, uh, I mean, you win two finals against Mexico. That is definitely gonna uh, engender some goodwill. Uh, final thing I wanted to ask about was. In the camp, you mentioned how it helps to have the repetition, to have the kind of experience yeah. there. Is there a player or are there players from this camp or past camps that you were really impressed by how quickly they took to it, how quickly they were able to kind of process information and then implement it into their training or in the game? Yeah, um, I think a really good example from the guys who, who weren't both um, – do you mean in like yeah, who who were in like both um, as far as like who's either, been called up a lot? Yeah, either I mean, one, just I who stood that, out as like wow, that dude, he's on it. Yeah, I I feel like especially for somebody who I think he's kind of bounced around, especially in Greg's um, in Greg's way of uh, or like how he lines up and how Greg wants him to play and and finding his role in the team. I think Kellen Acosta has really found his like found his groove in that in that sort of sitting six position, um, which is a really tough position in the way we want to play. It's just, it's not that it's, it's tough because there's a, there's a lot asked of you. There's the defensive side and then there's the offensive side and you have to be that link, you know, and especially for a position like me, like he's just great to play with, man. You know, he's awesome. And, and physically he can do it. His IQ is, you know, off the charts and, you know, I'm really happy for him that he's just been really excelling. Um, you know, so it's, I think somebody who's like had that chance to, you know, have those repetitions and and just really like get better and better and better. I think Kellen is been great. And does Matthew Hoppy train the way he plays or was that just a special level of like uh, tongue in cheek performance against Mexico from him? Or does he do that in training as well? Uh, as far as just like how he plays. Yeah, man, he's a he's a he's like um, it's hard to like nail down exactly how like. He's an interesting character, first of all. Like he's like he's awesome. He's a funny guy, and he, yeah, I think how he is is kind of like how he plays. You know, he's a uh, like unorthodox. Like he's just, you know, sometimes he he comes out with some crazy stuff, and but he trains. No, of course he trains the same. Like he's he's exactly the same every time. Is he like? But is he like kicking the ball away and stuff like he was against Mexico? Is there that level yeah, of competitiveness? Yeah, he's like emotional. And, <laughs> That's awesome. And, but it's good, you know. Yeah. Like he tries to get in your face. I mean, he probably won't do that as much in training, yeah, of course. Of course. But but uh, but as soon as you get into that game environment, you know, he definitely likes to spice things up. I know. All right, well, yeah. Sebastian, I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Obviously, you're already back to work. You're already hustling, so I won't take up any more. But thank you no. again. It's really interesting to get some insight on the national team and how it works. And congratulations again. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Listeners, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all very soon. 